lift our hands right now and do just that. We have entered in through the blood of Calvary, the blood of the Lamb. We give Him praise and thanksgiving for all that He has done and all that He will do, O oh Lord God of heaven, and all that He is doing at this very moment. We give You praise. We are grateful. We are thankful. all of you. She has signed up basically for this evening service. She'll be here tonight. Amen. It's unfortunate this time not all of us can gather at one time, but one day soon. His house will be packed. Amen. I'm looking forward to that day. We don't have to wait to have a tremendous move of the Holy Ghost. we got lots of room up here. If you can find a place Get along with Jesus and exalt His name. We can do that together. Let's continue to sing and worship the Lord. Remember, you be seated, remain standing, however you feel led to worship Jesus today. Amen. Good to see you. Good to see you. I hope you will say it's good to be here. I know it is. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord.
once again lift our hands up to heaven and worship his holy name. A name that is above every other name. There is no greater name than Jesus. And at that name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. I'm glad that I confess that now. I won't have no problem confessing it then in the name of Jesus. Good to see all of you. We're so glad that you're here and also those that are viewing at this time as well. We're glad they're viewing as well. You can return to your seats if you're comfortable in doing that. The Lord bless each and every one of you. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. It's good isn't it, to be in the presence of the Lord. At this time, I'm going to try to make a few announcements before we receive an offering. This Wednesday service will be live streamed only. Friday will also live stream something, a devotion, prayer, something that the Lord will lay on my heart to do. Amen. I think the live stream has also been good for folks. I think it has touched lives and ministered to people. And that's what it's about. That's what the church is about. That's what Jesus is about. Touching lives and ministering to hearts. I have so much positive statements from the live stream. Amen. Thank the Lord for that. We'll once again have Sunday services if nothing changes. And basically, for those of you that have signed up, we'll try to keep those where they're at. So that way there's no confusion. And that way we'll just go on and do it that way if we can. Hopefully that will be all right with everyone. It's a time of sacrifice. It's a time of sacrifice. Let's continue to pray one for another. Even those that are at home right now, let's lift them up in prayer. That God would be so real to them as well. Amen. Praise the Lord. Again, we encourage the wearing of masks, but it is not required. To each person, let them be fully persuaded. It is up to them. And we're going to honor each decision that is made. Amen. As you see, we have the doors open. That helps with the cross ventilation. Thank God it's not raining. And it's not cold. In fact, it's a little on the warm side. Amen. Well, the heaters are way low. So we'll be all right. Amen. And they work good. I mean, they work good. Four of them in here. So we shouldn't have any problem satisfying all of you at the same time. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, we're asking that after service, whenever that may be, all right, our main focus is worshiping the Lord. You will get comfortable with this. Not so much comfortable that you fall asleep, but you'll get comfortable that you'll be able to move around a little bit. You'll be conscious of where people are at, and you'll be able to move around. The churches are essential because they understand that the greater pandemic that has affected humanity from the beginning of time is the pandemic of sin. I know sometimes... You and I may, and others may, and maybe viewing it, think, well, I'm not that bad. Has, you know, has nothing to do with it. You're infected. It doesn't have to be contagious. Because everybody's got it. There, there is no human, human immune system. 
I'm keeping behind this line because it's, I don't want to get the, this, you know, I'm taking this pitch zone back here. There's no human immune system anywhere that can keep it from infecting you. What do you think our children many times get a little rebellious? Maybe tell a little, let's just call it what it is, a lie. And maybe they take something, whether it be candy that they're not supposed to have, still stealing. Because they're infected. I'm infected with this pandemic. Generations before me were infected with this pandemic. You're sitting here. You're infected. You say, well, I can't see it. No, but the symptoms are about. You can't see sin until the symptoms begin to manifest itself. And what does it do? It wrecks life. It destroys people. It puts them into bondage and addiction. It takes families and tears them apart. I'm telling you right now, this is deadly. Deadly, the pandemic of sin. Why aren't we, the human race, taking as much safeguards with this pandemic as we're doing with the current pandemic? I'm not minimizing what we're doing. Distances, washing hands, not handshaking. Please, I'm not going. That's not where I'm going. I'm saying, but why aren't we doing the same, if not more, with the pandemic of sin? Why aren't we distancing ourselves? From places. Why are we distancing ourselves from things that, that we might watch that causes this disease to get out of hand? It's a disease. It's a pandemic of sin. Why aren't we basically sheltering in place? Oh, you didn't you didn't get that. The only place I can shelter in is the Lord, because He's my shelter. Oh, yeah! I can run to the Lord. Lord, I don't want that to affect me anymore. Oh, God! I know man doesn't have a cure. Hey, you better hear me today. There's a pandemic that has affected 108 billion people. Oh! No wonder the Scripture says hell has enlarged herself. Because I'm going to tell you, sweet pea, you're going to die. I'm going to die. And the reason I'm going to die is because of sin. Amen. It's quiet today. I'm not going to leave you without hope. I'll get there, but I'm not there yet. I want this to sink in. You've got to understand. Every single one of you, look at yourself in the mirror. Look at your family. Look at your children. Look at your grandchildren. They are infected with this pandemic. They were born with it. It wasn't something that you did per se. It wasn't something they did. Sin came because of Adam and Eve. And because of that, it is on every single one of us. But I'm telling you right now, God understood that. There was a scripture in Isaiah where he looked for an intercessor. Come on, elder. Get it up there. God understood the pandemic. 
He said, listen, these people that I've created that I love so much, there's nobody that can help them. I look for an intercessor. I look for someone that could help them out of this pandemic. I look for a cure. I look for somebody to come up with something. Hey, I gave them my law, but they couldn't keep it. They were still sinners. Hey, I did the tabernacle plan, but the blood of animals could only roll it over. It can never take away sin. So what am I going to do? People are still heaped in sin. You and I. You and I. You can convince yourself you're not all you want to. But when the symptoms are very, very plain and visible, why are you in self-denial? Are you going to wait until you have to get on a spiritual ventilator? Are you going to wait and until you can barely breathe and barely stand up and barely say, what's happening to my family? What's happening to my life? Hey, what's going on? How come I don't feel as good as I once did? Hey, well, what's going on? It's because you're infected. I'm infected. It's not just you. It's me. It's not just me. It's you. What does it say? Talk about God. If I have to, I'll, there it is. No, that's not the one I want. I want the one where he looked for an intercessor. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Wow. You mean there's nobody that can cure me? There's not a philosopher that can cure me? Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's not a society as great as Rome that has... Why do you think it was the downfall of Rome? What do you think happened to them? It was sin. It went rampant. They were doing the same things that our country is doing. That's right. And we think we're going to survive. We're not going to survive until we take care of the worst pandemic ever. And that's the pandemic of sin. When we start taking care of that, everything else will begin to change. When the world begins to say, I need Jesus. I need something to help me counteract this pandemic. I got a newsflash for you. Hear me, when I'm born again, and you want to see why? It doesn't take away the infection. The old man is still there. It doesn't take away the infection. He didn't, he didn't take away. All he did was give me a cleansing. All he did was give me his spirit and name that I can have authority over the infection. That I can keep it at bay. That I can keep the symptoms from coming forth. Oh, I still got it in my flesh. Because in my flesh, there is no good pain. But I'm telling you, as one man, sin came into the world. As one man, righteousness came into the world. Because of disobedience, sin entered. Because of obedience, righteousness came. Praise God. Marvel not. You've got to be born again. What happened? I've been baptized and given the Holy Ghost. Well, that's right. But you underestimated what you came from. It's always on the hunt. It's always on the hunt. It's always looking to grip you. To pull you. To lie to you. To deceive you. To tell you you don't need the things the Word of God says that you'll be all right. And I believe. 
Let me ask you something, sweet pea. They're trying to come out with some medicine. The president said it would work, and now they're proving it will. Some, I think it's malaria medicine and the ZPAC together, showed great improvement with this COVID. I believe that. But you know I don't have it. So I can believe all these things, but if I don't have it, all right. All right. I can believe that Jesus came to save those that are sick. But if I haven't obtained the cure, if I haven't obtained the atonement, if I haven't obtained the new man, I'm still yet in my sins. The Bible says, if any man had not Christ, you are not his, and you are still. Sinners, I am chief. Now, this ought to be giving you a little hope here of what we need to do. All oh, this altar that we anointed this morning, the word of God, the mercy of God. That's why I need Him every day. Because I realize I'm infected. When I get up in the morning, I say, you know what? The infection is still there. When my attitude's not right, oh, oh there's that infection. When I say something, I should say, Goodness, that infection. God forbid. When I do even worse, come on. And I don't, 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 don't say, well, the infection made me do it. <laughs> no, because God is giving you a way to control it. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord God of heaven. I want you to stay with me. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Try to figure out 108 billion people infected with the pandemic of sin. But yet God looked. He saw no one. Then he said, what? He said, my own harm brought salvation unto me. He said, I'll come. And I wrote myself in flesh. The only human being ever that was never infected with the pandemic of sin. He only could give us hope. Only he could call a transformation. Jesus said it this way in Matthew, Mark 2 and 17. When Jesus heard it, he said unto them, They that are whole have no need of the physician. Those that are whole have no need of the physician. You're not going to get tested for COVID if you don't have symptoms. <laughs> but what did he say? But they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Yeah, because there were some even then. That because they were churchgoers, they thought they were righteous. And that he said, listen, all have sinned. <laughs> he even called the Pharisees uh, devils. Yes. Your father, Lucifer. Mm -hmm. right. Because they didn't realize they were infected. Amen. And they needed Christ. Paul thought the same thing until he was struck down on the road to Damascus. And then he began to say, wait a minute, who art thou? Basically, the Lord was saying, I am the atonement. I, Jesus means the hope of salvation. I am your hope. I'm the one that can forgive you of your sins and give you a new creature. That's why you... You've got to be born again to get away from this infection. Because this infection will never happen until you're born again. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you're born again of water and spirit, you're washed, you're clean, you're sanctified. You start again, you start afresh. Saying a prayer is not being born again. 
It just isn't. He said, born of water and the Spirit. Many of you, I think all of you, have probably been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Then why are we still struggling so with this pandemic? Because we're not taking our daily dose of the Holy Ghost. We need a daily dose of... Some of us need more than a day. I need more than a day. I need, I need, a, I need a second dose. Every, I need a third dose. I need...
by the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't have to buy it. We don't have to stand in line for it. We don't have to worry whether they got it or not. We don't have to worry whether they got it or not. Oh, we don't have to worry. They're out of stock. They're out of stock.
You say, I've been struggling a lot. Why do you think you're struggling? Because sin wants you. Sin's got your name. It had you before you were born again. And it wants you back. And many of you slip. And it begins to rejoice. And your family begins to see a difference. The way you talk. The way you act. Your mannerisms. What you don't do that you used to do. And so they know something's happening. And they begin to kind of avoid you. And you're wondering, why they avoid you? They still love you. They don't want to be infected. They don't want you to say, hey, you're okay. When you know you're not okay. If you're not careful, you'll condone this. And you'll begin to say like many other our apostolic brother and sister, it's not, it's not important. I don't have to do that. I can still do this and just believe. If that was the case, that's all we would have to do. Just believe. But he said, don't touch it. Don't handle it. Don't taste it. Because he knows. He knows. He's given us free choice. We can choose right now to stay where we're at. Or find us a space away from people, even in the front chairs. And begin to say, God, I want to control this pandemic in my life. I want to get back where I need to be. We're going to have the water and the baptismal ready every service just like we did in Lake Street. Right. We don't know who's coming to those doors. They may be ready in song. They're ready before they get here. You better hear me before they come to this church. They already know that they need the help. They need a fix that they can't get in the world. And so they're saying, I might as well try the church again. I might as well try to. Hey, let's be praying up. You understand now why you got to be born again? So that when you're a new creature, that new creature is not infected with sin. The old man is still infected with sin. And you can revert to the old man or you can walk in newness of life. That's why you've got to be born again. It's not just a buzzword, a catchword. Oh, are you born again? You've got to understand why. we got to obtain. we got to obtain. That atonement. The pandemic. The worst. There'll never be any worse pandemic that has affected 108 billion people. Now, before Jesus comes, you talk about death. Right. Right. At least two-thirds of our population. How many? 7.3 billion. Two-thirds are going to die. That's right. Why do you think people right now are thinking about God like they've never thought about God? Because they understand the handwriting on the wall. And they understand if I don't get right with God, not what I think I need to do, but what does the Word say? Then I'm going to hell. As bad as COVID may end up being, and it's bad. Hell's worse. Amen. 
And I'm going to say this. God in your ear won't help you. Spiritually speaking. Blinders on your eyes won't help you. Denial won't do you any good. Open your eyes. Understand. That God loves you so much that He came. So that He can help you overcome the pandemic of sin. Now the Lord has dealt with me about doing something today. And I know we're trying to be careful. And I'm going to put a mask on when I do this. But I know the Lord has told me to do it. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to trust God. There's two people here. That I'm going to call up here. And you're going to see why. You're going to see why. I'm going to call Oscar up. And I'm going to call John Marquez up. Please, you'll see why. You'll be glad you came.
Thank you. 